Real News. Honest and fun political talk weekly on the line 90.7 FM. Welcome back everyone to Real News Uncensored. We're finally back. We will have two more transmissions, including this one, uh, and then we'll be back to our regular scheduled program on line 90.7 FM, and you can tune in there, line 90.7 FM or line.fm.com for that. But subscribe to the channel so you can stay tuned up um, to that. Tuned up, that was the weirdest way I've ever said that. Uh, stay tuned yeah, that in. that was pretty weird, dude. <laughs> pretty weird, dude. Dude, no. two-week vacations, it's hit me, it's hit me. <laughs> or it's the, you know, I've only had like a two-week break from school, so I'm going to take a little bit longer to recover here till we go back to that again. But, um, yeah, so, again, subscribe to the channel. Please subscribe. That way you can always stay up to date. New content comes every week. Every week's a new video. No matter what happens, we're always giving you new stuff to enjoy. So with that, we shall talk about probably for the actually we might be talking about this again at some point, but there might be new information. But hopefully this is the last we'll have to talk about. This is Jeffrey Epstein is dead. He found dead in his jail what? cell. Oh yeah, I get know. out of here. <laughs> yeah, are you serious? See, I, I didn't have self-service for days, and yet I still knew about this. <laughs> you know, I don't think Good anybody is, is is this this new. This, this is, is one of those news stories that everybody Such knows. New information that we're just bringing to the forefront. This is amazing. Now, just oh hey, man, I'm hey, kidding. Hey, our viewers, our viewers love it when it comes from us. By, was he suicided by Hillary Clinton? We're not yeah, going to discuss probably, that on here because probably. we do not want to be in any way found in a gym or a jail cell or wherever just mysteriously you know um accidents you know they happen and i mean you know well, maybe we, he strangled himself maybe you know while he was on <laughs> suicide watch yeah, he, he strangled himself with somebody else's hands that's, uh, that's what... <laughs> well yeah. The facts that we know is that the autopsy found that he broke bones in his neck, such as the, uh, I think it's the hyoid bones, how you say it. And basically, that means it could be a suicide or a strangulation, but it's more common to be a strangulation. So a homicide then. I mean... my question with that is, you know, he was on suicide watch. Yes. And, you know, when you're in prison like that, they take away your shoelaces. Yep. So how would he go and hang he himself? He did it with bed sheets, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, something seems a little bit off with that. But I heard that the bed sheets in jails are like paper, so that you can't do that. So somebody he had to work a deal with to sneak something in. Now, they have ruled it as suicide by hanging out with a medical examiner, but let's let's put the conspiracies aside for a second, because look, there definitely is a lot to consider with those. There's definitely possibilities with those. But there is also the possibility that the prison was extremely incompetent, which is very possible. Anyway, to work for a company will know. And number two, that somebody could have seen what was about to happen. You know, him making deals, he had the bed sheets, the thicker bed sheets, him setting his whole thing up, his roommate leaving. And they could have turned a blind eye. They could have. But at the same time, is he the type of person to commit suicide? Or is he the type of person that would say, I've bought myself out of jail before. I can do it again. What? I mean, if I've yeah, done it once, I can do it again. Wait, why, why would he kill himself now? Like, he, he probably would have been a good, pretty sweetheart deal with the amount of people that he knew. Like, you know, Bill Clinton. He knew some people from the royal family. 
And now all he's dead. All that we have now is whatever nets he had back home, and those are probably gone by now. The, you know, there's probably a, a Hillary Clinton uh, branded helicopter going by there and leaving on the uh, Epstein pedophile island. Well, you're not far off on what actually happened because there's a drone that flew over the island, and they checked, you know, the inside of like one of the buildings, and they said that important electronic components had been removed before the FBI raid. Hmm. Mm-hmm. It's almost like they wanted this to be a um, you know cover up. You know, mm-hmm. something's a little fishy here, and that's yeah. sad too because you know I hate I I'm I'm happy that he's dead, but I'm also on like I'm happy that he's in hell or wherever. You know, people like him go. That's too nice hand, for him. But on the other hand, you know, he had a lot of information on a lot of people who are in politics, mm-hmm. a lot of people who are in you know the royal family. All these sort of connected people, yeah. and they're going to walk away scot-free. No one's going to know what happened except for themselves and probably Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was Maybe it's the queen. Maybe the queen did it. Who knows? I mean, look, this is one of those things. I think it's like the Las Vegas shooting after that, and then after this, everyone became a conspiracy theorist because it's just it's, it's too, like, fishy. I mean, look, the more you know i guess you could say socially acceptable explanations of incompetency or somebody letting it happen in prison it's possible i want to make that clear it is possible but what's also really possible is all is somebody wanting to take him out because everybody hates this guy everybody is there anybody that really likes him yeah but the thing is people they would want to keep him alive because he knows people Mm -hmm. he knew like he would put other people he'd bring other people down that's yeah, which is why they would want to take him out. This, yeah, and that, that's why I think, you know, he was taken out. Like, this is, you know, and the media will call this a conspiracy theory. And, and this is why we need we need people like Alex Jones, because for all the shit that he says, all the fake news, all the, you know, random stuff he picks from 4 and 8chan, you know, stuff like this. And I'm sure, like, I haven't listened to him in a while, but I'm sure he's probably, he's probably going off about this. Mm-hmm. And he's absolutely right. Whatever the garment story is on this, I don't trust. It's me like that Las Vegas shooting where they just kept making up stuff. And the only thing that ended up being found out was, you know, he was he was there and he shot up those people. They had no idea his motivation. You know, there's just too much things around there. And I don't like honestly, this is why I don't trust the government that much. Things like this. Yeah. It makes it really hard to trust the government when they say people like him killed himself or that the guy who shot up that music festival. You know, he just did it because he was crazy. Like, no, he just know, did it because he didn't like country guns. music. You don't bring thirty guns. Yeah, you know? I think he was an arms like, dealer. Yeah, he was an arm. Like, you don't make money like that off of video gambling. Like, you, you can't make any money off that. Maybe if you're like one in a billion, like one in a million people with like regular blackjack, but not in slots. You don't become no. a millionaire from that. You're no, because they rigged those, so you don't win. There is like at least with like blackjack or like you know some of these other like or poker, there is an element of skill in those. But mm-hmm. for stuff like this, there is no skill. Like this is why we need people like Alex Jones who actually talk about things. Yeah, because he opinion. provides a space to talk about things that nobody else is willing to talk about. And even if yeah, he's wrong, he just makes you think. And that's mm-hmm. why we need places like 8chan because you can't talk about this on Facebook. You know, you can't talk about like things like this on Instagram because it runs afoul of their terms of service. Because they, the only people they care about is you know their advertisers, 
and they care about the politicians who let them be and sell your data for pennies on the dollar. Mm -hmm. That's who they care about. They don't care about you. They don't care about me. They don't care about the public, the victims of these tragedies. They won't let people talk because it, it, it looks bad on them because, you know, the same people who are, you know, serviced by Jeffrey Epstein, you know, they're the same people who own these companies. They're the same people who don't want, you know, bad stuff going out about this. They don't want conspiracy theories because in nine out of 10 times, it probably involves them or their friends or family. Yeah. Who do you think uh, took out Epstein, Phil? Uh, I, I, I was thinking about this and I'm like, this is, this is somebody that has to be a, de it has to be a Democrat. It has to be a liberal or a Democrat or something. Because I'm like, and, and I'm like, all of this information has gone out pretty much when Trump took office, right? Trump took office. All of, we look how much stuff we found out since we've taken office about, you know, all these shady people, the shady media, this like all, like all of this stuff. And, and I got to say, but on a side note, uh, Mike Cernovich, man, what what awesome reporting that was. He was Holy the one God. that really took this guy down. Let's yeah, not forget he, that. He took the bull by the horns and drove him. Like, that was he like, wow. Because he's been unpersoned. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Pretty much, yeah. Well, well for a little tease uh, for our listeners that are still listening right now, um, we might be able to get him on the show quite soon. I'll just leave that out there. No guarantees yet, but yeah. We're going to look into it because he's he he needs to be he's the one that the media should be interviewing, but they're not. So we're going to have yeah. to do it for them. We're going to have to do the media's yeah. job again. We love to be and see the thing is we love we love being that person. Right. Or mm -hmm. that those people that are like, oh, nobody wants to talk to him. I wonder why that is. Yeah. Let's talk to him right now. Yeah, um, if they're I, not talking to somebody, they're probably interesting. <laughs> that's what i'm saying yeah i mean i was surprised I'm su i was surprised that like more people weren't talking to milo when they and i and and so we were well we were like well shoot let's let's, let's try let's get him on right <laughs> let's try it like look i because guaranteed like even and i was always like I, I was taught at a young age run toward what everybody else is running away from because mm. it's probably some pretty awesome shit at the other end of what everybody else is running away from and i mean in a way it's right you know because like nothing uh, nothing's ever as good nothing's ever as good as it seems mm. and nothing is ever as bad as it seems so it's like when somebody's running from something it's it can't be that barring like you know the necronomicon monster coming to harvest everything <laughs> like yeah, yeah I think the ironic thing is too you know they'll interview people like they interview richard spence like fifty thousand times but they refuse to interview people like milo and mike cernovich and see uh, an important one as a contributor a contributor i'm not gonna lie look to be fair i'm not gonna lie i would have him on the show if I if I had a chance to put him on this show, I would fucking do it. And even even the, even though he's banned from Penn State or whatever, mm. I would do it because at least we could like it would it would oh, yeah, at least no, be it would be an interesting interview. 
tell me it wouldn't be an interesting. Tell me it wouldn't be interesting. I mean, I'm interested. I would be interested in interviewing people. I'm interested in common. I'm interested in interviewing criminals. Like any sort of crazy people out there. Like, like who's who's that uh, guy on Sirius FM that's keeping the whole damn thing afloat? The, the oh, uh, Howard Stern. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, see, he'll do shit like that, and that's the thing I respected about him. Mm. Like, he'll talk with people. He'll get some crazy people on there, though, and that's what makes it interesting. Like, no one cares if you like interview uh, Ben Shapiro because it's been done a million times. Everyone knows what he has to say. Everyone knows his opinions. It's pretty milk toast. You know, might trigger a couple like super hard lefties, but that's about it. But like, you know, no one, no one goes and interviews like the really strange French people. And that's how you get these people out there. That's how you get people to, you know, kind of look like, hey, who is this guy? What? Why does this person feel the way he does? Like, well, I wonder. Like I wonder under the rug. You know. I wonder. I wonder as we start doing these interviews again, how long until we get kicked off the radio? <laughs> Well, let's start well, the well, clock. Make sure that you don't make any sound effects. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, that's that we too. We have but learned no. from some mistakes, but I will but, guarantee you, we will barring, make new ones. <laughs> yeah, we, we're probably yeah, but but barring barring the sound effects, Sean, uh, <laughs> barring that, um, no, but I but I'm saying okay, so so we're in this we're the, we're in this silencing culture right now right we we really are with like the media and everything else and and you know as 2020 rolls around right cuz 2020 is rolling like getting closer by the day what are the chances when we cuz we're not going to stop providing content like we're we're going to keep it one way or another we're going to keep coming um how long before the radio state like like Maybe maybe pressure from up top goes, oh, we might want to fuck it. We well, I think to... they will have to find a reason to do it. And it'll be something, yeah. it'll be a minor screw up, like someone yep. says a bad word. And then they will escalate to the point where it's like, you know, you, you just killed their baby. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what's going to be. They're going to go and take a minor infraction. Yep. And then make it a big deal. It's like, you know, how they threw MLK in jail for like going one mile over the speed limit. Something stupid like that. And that'll be what does us in most likely. Mm-hmm. It almost did. It almost did. Um, you know, because that incident was nothing. I I did nothing wrong. It's just everybody interpreted it the wrong way, except people that know me and know who I am. But um, at the same time, it's it, it's always they're always looking for that something to get you on. And I think you know that that's where you almost. On the one hand, you kind of can't care what you say, but on the other hand, you don't want to give them ammo. So it's like a fine line, but mm-hmm. at the same time, I'm glad we got past that because the opportunities we've had later have been amazing. I mean, mm-hmm. imagine if we didn't do what we did do to recover from that. We wouldn't be here right now. I mean, what well, we would yeah. be, but we wouldn't be the same level that we're at now. But anyway, um, yeah, so yeah, exciting stuff is going to be happening this semester, so stay tuned, everyone, because... We're gonna really just the whole thing's just gonna be at another level. It's just gonna be at the moon. It's gonna be totally out there. It's gonna be a rocket ship. It's not gonna be, you know, it, we're gonna go so big that you're gonna just be like shocked that this is a college radio station because that sounds so almost amateurish, but it's gonna be just a whole different setup. Um, but same great go uh, ghost. Host, <laughs> that's right. That two week vacation, man. I need more of it. Right. 
the same hosts, same chemistry, same talent, same passion that we have, but it's just sort of like exploding now. And it's going to be beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. But, you know what else is beautiful? I always love my doing these segues this way. Israel has blocked Rashid Tlaib and Ilan Omar from entering the country, which... Fuck yeah! ...is Fuck. hilarious. Can I say how hilarious this is? Because Thank now... God. Fuck them. Uh, yeah, now they're... Yep, yep, good. I, I hate those two politicians. I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of Israel. You know, that must have killed my uncle when he was on the uh, USS Liberty. But, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's pretty funny, though, just seeing those two, like, crybabies. Like, what did they expect to happen, really? I think they knew what was going to happen going in. They just keep, like, saying that doesn't have a right to exist. Why would they let them in there? <laughs> hey, do you, hey, do you have that, uh, Sean, do you have the... Uh, the tweet? The tweet? Oh, yes, I do. Yeah. Because I yeah, was dying. Because they were making such a big deal out of it. Like, Tlaib and Omar were making such a big deal about being denied or whatever. And then fucking Donald Trump just outed him on Twitter. <laughs> it was great. That was quality, quality social media. Oh, that's one of his like top tweets of all time. Top quality tweets. It's, it's the funniest media. thing you will hear today. So I'll read it off to anybody who hasn't seen it yet. Because if you haven't, still check it out. Like and retweet because it's just so funny. He said, quote, Representative Talib wrote a letter to Israeli officials desperately waiting or wanting to visit her grandmother. Permission was quickly granted, whereupon Talib obnoxiously turned down uh, the approval. A complete setup. The only real winner here is Talib's grandmother. She doesn't have to see her now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, oh, that is oh God, so, that so funny. That is so Trump too. Oh. <laughs> Hands but, down. but like yeah but you knew you you i mean part like we all knew because it, it's it's talib and omar you knew this was going to be some grandstanding bullshit like you knew that it, that that none of this none of this bullshit was genuine at all like oh wanting to visit israel like get the fuck out of here like you know you so seeing that it was almost like in a way y'all you saw it coming you saw it coming to a sub but you but i never expected trump to lay it on like lay that that was it was so good it was so savage it was like oh it was rich yeah when i saw last night i burst out laughing i just couldn't control it was so funny i mean he is the funniest president we've ever had by far most entertaining by far Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. you can't top this so when he's gone it's going to be boring again, unless we get more interesting people into which I hope we do. But what's genius about this is that he's been sort of framing these people as anti-Semitic. And that's a, a sticky thing on its own because it kind of gets him out of that racist label that the left is trying to put on him. So mm-hmm. it kind of turns it back on them and gets him out of that hole. But what's genius is that he unintentionally, I guess, you know, allowed, you know, let this happen, which is that Israel started paying attention and they banned them. So now Israel is saying these people are anti-Semitic. You cannot deny these people are anti-Semitic now. How can no. you deny it? If no. Israel says, we don't want you, that is what's so great about this. Yeah. And, and the, the responses have been classic, too. Like the, the from, from these fucking liberals, too. They're like, oh, they hate Muslims. Like, really? How many Muslims live in Israel again? How many. many Muslims live in Israel? A whole fucking a fuck ton of them. 
Like, you do even these people don't like. I love seeing how crazy these fucking people get. And then the the who's the, who's the one? Uh, I Ayana Presley or something. I'm really terrible with names. I apologize. Um, you know, Ver, Versa Media Universe. Um, <laughs> Ooh, except uh, your new yeah, name, Versa yeah, Media uh, Universe or Versa Universe. Right, the universe, all, the, the public out there. Um, but, but yeah, no, but she was like, I'm calling it like I see it, bigotry. I'm like, do you even know what the fuck bigotry even means? No. Like, you know, they just, no, these people are just shouting. These people are just shouting this fucked up shit at anything that they don't like. Anything that they don't like, that, that doesn't go with their crazy opinions they call it racist homophobic bigotry uh islamophobic uh like like get the fuck out of here when you look deep into the, the the whole thing you realize that none of these people are racist none of these people are homophobic none of these people are like yeah it's like it's like you look at trump and they're like oh he's a racist what fucking racist hires ben carson as, as the as the the HUD uh, secretary, what racist, um, you know, puts a whole puts a whole fuck ton of black conservatives in the at, at the White House, right? What? Uh, it's a true sign of white supremacy, if you ask me. Yeah, that's like it's, it's crazy. Here's the problem with all that stuff, though. Like, you know, no matter what Trump does, yeah. they'll never stop calling him racist. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, at what point is it just like? You know, why is he why is he even trying anymore? Well, like, because the people in the middle yeah. are very like goofy, to put mildly and bluntly, where they will like in any election flip one way or the other. So you gotta keep fighting yeah. or else you're gonna get buried. That's true. No you have to Trump keep does, CNN will always say that Trump is racist. Like unless mm-hmm. There is some sort of law where that's put into place that basically says if see like you can't call someone racist unless they like actually do something racist. Mm-hmm. They're not gonna. They're not gonna stop. That's, yeah, that's so true. But you have to keep. Suit. But yeah, and because of that though, you have to keep pointing it out. Mm-hmm. You every time, every time somebody says, "Oh, he's a racist," you have to bust them out. You have to point them out and you have to expose them for the bullshit that they are, right? Well, they get away you with have it. To continue. Because if you don't, they're going to get away with it. And you give them an inch, they're going to take a fucking mile. So don't give them an inch. Just keep keep at it, keep doing it. We're going to keep doing it. Um and we 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 ask that everybody else does the same. Because if you don't, they're going to get away with it. Mm-hmm. Other thing, too, to note from this that nobody's talking about, but I think we're going to be one of the first to point this out, is that there's one person that isn't banned that's from the squad. AOC. Mm-hmm. Now, what is also happening through maybe unintentional or intentional actions by her? She's doing something here that she... I think has realized over the past few weeks or the past few months that she has to start doing now, which is this is this, this, I'm doing terrible this day. Oh my God. She is going to distance herself from the squad because she's realizing they're bad for her brand. They're tearing her down. She has higher aspirations and she doesn't need them. She, no one's gonna, yeah, she's trying. No one's gonna let her. 
and that includes girls in the White House. <laughs> yeah, it's like it is a little click that she has to kind of break out of now. Like, oh no, no, you're you're sinking with that ship. Well, you're I, little Miss AOC. You, you are sinking with that ship. I think right now she's sinking with it, but she's climbing up the the mast. You know, she's getting into the crow's nest as it's still sinking. And she's waiting till the elections come because I, I'm going to make a prediction now. I think Ilan Omar is probably going to get voted out. Rashid Tlaib, I don't know her district, so I'm not going to make a prediction on her. But I think you're starting to see the squad either get voted out or become just totally disgraced. And so she can, once they get voted out, is when she can fully distance herself from them and be her own thing, which is what she should have been the whole time. But uh, she needed allies, I guess, but she picked the wrong ones, that's for sure. So. That's what I, you're going to start seeing now, is her more and more distancing herself from them. Nobody's talking about this, but it's 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 almost the bigger story here, because this is longer term, and it'll be interesting to follow. Because she's not going away, I don't think she's going anywhere. They're going to try and primary her in her district, but it's not going to work. She's not going anywhere. Yeah, that'll be interesting. I mean, the, the thing is, in New York, it's going to be tough. It's tough to really get rid of, like... A uh, liberal in New York, it's got to be. Yeah, but they want to get rid of life. another liberal or an establishment thing, liberal. The one thing I do, you're you're still talking about AOC, right? Yes. It, so the one thing that that could happen uh, is they redistrict her. That that's is very the possible. One thing too. that could happen, yes. like, and that's probably the most the most likely scenario. Um. Well, I mean, and, and so that puts her. If they redistrict her, that puts her up against somebody that is a little bit more established, that has a bit more of a following and has a little bit more of a um, more resources and a like a technical technical base. It really won't be hard to fight her, though, because, I mean, she she destroyed like 50,000 jobs in New York City or 25,000 with that whole Amazon. It's. Yeah, it is, but it's not 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 for an incumbent because mm-hmm. you're you're not gonna like there's a there's a home field advantage mm-hmm. there usually in politics when you're talking about trying to unseat an incumbent. Yeah, uh, she's only been there for one uh, term, and you know she isn't like really established there. Yet. Oh, she's very established. She's the she's only been there I mean, for one term. She's the, she's the most talked about person in politics other than Trump. I know, but she's basically like uh, who's an Alaskan senator? Oh, Sarah Palin. Yeah, she's basically the left no. Sarah Palin. Well, right and now. even Sarah Palin's staying there a long time. Oh yeah, because she like the thing with Sarah Palin. Stuff that made up about her was false, but like with with her, it's like yeah, a bunch of shit's false, but a bunch of it's like true. It's a sad part. The facts don't matter, unfortunately. And what matters is that the makeup of her district. Her campaigning, her ground game is impressive. Her social media is top notch, triple A. It's she lost twenty five thousand jobs, so that's that's hard to go and beat when you can say, "Hey, this person lost this many jobs." And Amazon pretty much flat out said that it was her who did it, and it's not that hard to go and make that conclusion. Yeah, and that see that is where she did. I think made made a mistake, and that's her biggest issue. She makes these rookie mistakes, and she can learn quickly, which I think she kind of can i don't know if it's gonna be quick enough then she'll survive but it'll it'll be interesting to see i just wouldn't underestimate her by any means i mean i don't, I don't think they would get rid of her because she's pretty pop- like the democrat bait like the party unless like the establishment like really got upset with her i don't think they're gonna try it out primary right now because she's good for the democrats as a whole not for the old party but you know it's anti-trump so 
Mm. That's all they care about right now. But like, let's say a couple years down the line after, you know, Trump, like, you know, maybe not a couple years, like four years after he's gone, maybe they'll try to get her out of there with someone else. I know the establishment hates her and wants to get rid of her, but I don't think they're going to be able to do it. I just don't think so. I think she has, she's got the right stuff going for her um, in terms of skill set. Persu- I don't think they have, I don't think they're willing to go and throw the ammo that ammo towards like, you know, Republicans. Yeah. Then on their own. We'll like see. they're not strong enough. The Democrat Party's not strong enough right now to really be affording to do all that. No, but it's the sort of infighting that's happening to happen with the Republicans like in 2016, but it's still kind of happening now. But they're going to that same quite crisis of old establishment versus new radical, I guess you could say, or new, um, on their side, socialist, not our side, more nationalist, well, civic. Well, with, with Trump, he was more of a moderate than anything else. With her, she's super radical. See, that's the thing that's interesting. Trump was radically moderate for what the conservative, you know, um, state of it was but with the democrats it's really weird because it's kind of a flip of that where now they're going radically radical rather than radically moderate like he did and i'm afraid that's gonna be the face of them for you know once the older generation dies out i think that's gonna be the face for a little bit i think it will be a short-term thing but it'll be a long-term destruction yeah, I think the problem is like you have all these people who are out of college, who are radicalized in college, who don't mm-hmm. have jobs, and that creates this kind of situation where they they're radical because they were taught to be radical. Exactly, and that's what I'm afraid of. Is because I don't think these people. Correct me if I'm wrong, because you're definitely probably more in tune with this than me, but I don't think these millennials and even some Gen Zers that have been radicalized by college, I don't think when they hit the real world, they're changing their views. I don't think they're changing. I think they're even going mm. more radical. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know. I it depends. Uh, it depends. It really does. It it depends because not everybody like because there there is that like okay you you start getting conditioned in college and you start thinking all this wild shit. If you end up in a job like politics or you end up in like a government job or you something like that, I think you're gonna stay you're going to stay whatever craziness you're going to go. But if you have to work, if you have to get a job and then you start paying taxes and then you start doing, you start feeling like having to live for yourself. It, They're not tune, living for it gets too, Yeah. The, the tune, the tune starts changing real quick. Uh, for some of these things, it's not should. everybody, but, but enough of people like, well, the problem is, like, a lot of these people aren't finding real jobs yet. Yes. And that's because they took these bullshit degrees, like medieval mm-hmm. studies, like, you know, <laughs> Who would take a degree, degree like that? I don't know, I don't know right? <laughs> but, uh, no, like, they take these degrees like, and they end up, like, working, you know, doing, like, working the ba- the the uh, gig economy. And these this whole generation, like, it's going to be marred by that. The next generation, a lot of them will just either not go to college or they'll go and take degrees that aren't shit and i but i think for right now these people kind of be like permanently put in this position until they can get an actual job in the field like away from people who are all radical socialists and i think that's going to be our generation's biggest downfall it's like and we made a lot of mistakes because our parents didn't teach us next generation maybe their parents will teach them hey don't take this degree i took this medieval studies degree and look what it did for me doing a whole lot of nothing so, a lot of cocoon knives. 
Oh, I mean, and so and and some of these people, and, and you got you got you got to figure it like you, you kind of got to look at the broader picture too. Like how many of these, how many of these pieces of shit actually have parents that are like well off that like, you know, you know, ah, you you want to just get a bullshit degree? That's fine. You can come work at my car lot or something like that or whatever, like. Like I know for me, I didn't, I, I'm not blessed. I wasn't blessed with good finances. Like I had to join the military right out of high school. Like uh, just, just to even be in this scene. Right. And, um, you know, and so I, I just don't, I don't think that like, I don't think that like the, the college thing is like, I think people are starting to get that college is starting to lose its value. I it, it is, and people are starting to realize that, like, oh, you, you maybe you don't need college. Um, I was talking to my, I was talking to my um, one of my relatives, uh, who who's on on the board for a trade for a, for a trade school, and they were saying that uh, that there was a for fifteen hundred bucks. You could go to what you could take a welding course and you're guaranteed a job. Like you're guaranteed a job. Even if you have a felony, like, look there, there's stuff out there that, you know, I, you know, you, well, that's people, great for people, have, people in that skill set. But what about people that want to be in business? People that want to be in advertising, like me, or people that want to be in technology divisions? It's, it's the market. You have to go with the market. Yeah, like, you could probably do a lot of jobs out there. It doesn't mean that there's like, not a there's an endless supply of people in business and advertising and shit. How many people are fucking welding in this country? Not a whole well, lot. But aren't those going to be like, replaced by job, robots? They've been saying that for years, but they're They've still saying, yeah, no, because because there's and there's for fifteen hundred dollars, like, you know, that's that's like next to nothing. Yeah, and and you're guaranteed a job, a good paying job for now. I mean, yeah, the issue the issue you also I also see is that let's let me give you an example. Let's say we're gonna go work for, um, I guess we we'll use advertising. Let's let's use advertising. I'm gonna go work for a company for advertising. Um, I have my college degree, I go in, and I give my resume. Now, let's say there's a guy next to me that goes in. He gives his resume, too. He has the exact same qualifications as me in terms of skill set, let's say, um, with extracurricular activities, all kinds of stuff. But what's he missing? He's missing the college degree on there. And let's say he's also missing internships, because, to be fair, college kind of opens that door to that. But if the employer has to decide which resume I'm going to keep here, which one I'm going to throw in the trash, I think the employer is going to say, I'm going to trust the guy from college or the guy that hasn't gone to college because it's more likely to be a better employee for me. Yeah, but they won't do that yeah. for they won't do that for a welding job. I know. Like, what I'm saying is, what about things that aren't part. welding? What about things? Well, let's, well, you're well, let's, like let's be real. And that's different, you know? White well, collars in the blue <laughs> Let's be real. You're a straight white man, so you're probably not. You're probably losing out to somebody. <laughs> I'm trying to be optimistic here. <laughs> I'm actually probably losing out to women because women dominate my field. Well, well yeah, no, I mean, no, you're actually one. If there's a significantly more amount of women in your field, then you'll actually do slightly better. Really? 
Yeah. I mean, communications is like 70, 60% women. I think advertising tech. You do better in that degree, but if you're in like engineering or, you know, IT, then the exact, then the women would be more likely. Mm. If you're in a, if you're like, if you were a male teacher, you'd actually do better because there's not that many male teachers. Yeah. Yeah. My point is that I don't think college will ever be eradicated. I don't think, I think it will lose some value in some fields. But I still think they have a very strong hold of things, and for a very long time. Well, I think for now, yes, but like college wasn't the norm forever. You know, for certain degrees, yes, it will always be there for like a doctor, or a lawyer, you know, engineer, yes. But for other things, you know, they could be fixed up by associate degrees, by trade schools, you know, like tons of other stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like uh, cybersecurity, like I work in that field, they have, and they're just starting now where they're getting degrees, like, or not degrees, like, you know, to get associate's degree out of it. You know, those people, like, they can do well, too. I knew someone who did that, and, you know, they won't, st- they won't start out getting as much as you, but give them enough time in the field, and they will, and they can always get college later. Like, that's always an option. You don't have to do college right after high school. Yeah. That like, yeah, there's always going to be the and there's always going to be a need for trades. Always, 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 always going to be a need for trades. Oh, a new challenger approaches. <laughs> welcome. Well, welcome to uh, the show. I'd like to have... What was that? Hi, hey, back. Bro. She's saying hi. Um, hi, hi. Yeah, but now there's. Like blue collar, like that—that's the thing. Like you know, maybe we'll change what it means to be blue in the in the future, like in the way far future. But honestly, I think people are making this deal like with automation a lot bigger deal than actually. <laughs> right now, what we have in terms of automation, it's not like it, it's not like the Matrix. <laughs> machine learning, like machine <laughs> learning is not what it is over here. Like, it's not what is in the movie. AI doesn't exist, like, to the point that it, it's talked about in science fiction. It's it's a joke right now. It works. It, it, it quote-unquote learns, like, very specific things in, in, like, a very specific circumstance, and it breaks all the time, too. Like, it's not... It does not make decisions truly by itself like what we think it does. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah, but... Yeah, that could be in the next 50 years. We don't know. I know. I know, but it's still. I still think it's an inevitable future. Yeah, it could be an inevitable future a thousand years from now. Like, you know, the computers have slowed down a whole lot. Since, oh, yeah. You know, like, back in the day, like, every three years, your computer was completely obsolete. Now I have a computer from, like, 2012, and it's still running shit just fine. You know, that would be unheard of in, like, the early 2000s or the late 90s. Mm-hmm. Like, they used to have, I don't know if it was Moore's Law, but the one that was, like, every, like, two or three years, the processing speeds yep. would, like, double. Yep. Like, that, that's gone out of the wayside. It's completely, you know, non-existent now. The whole reason that we're doing this cloud stuff is because regular computers just can't, they just can't do it. So now we just have these server farms and we outsource. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, that's just another thing. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't know. I, I just feel that a lot of this stuff is caused by, you know, like, I don't want to say incels, but just these like, <laughs> you know, college students who take bullshit degrees, 
who, you know, who end up feeling despair because they took a bullshit degree and it's not in the 50s. And they're raised by boomers and Zoomers, and, or not Zoomers, boomers and like Gen Xers who have no idea. You know, because back in their day, college, you know, you could have a degree in like, you know, cuckold studies and you could get a job <laughs> before you get a degree. Nowadays, you know, everyone has a degree in some bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know? Unless you have a degree in like a specific like variety of bullshit, you know, you're not really got like one of the few good ones then you're not really going to go too far. You're going to be competing against like 100,000 people who are probably more qualified than you, have better GPAs than you, and will probably, you know, work for less than you. But once you get established in the field, you're you're good to go. That's mm. that's a thing. You know, once you get that lucky break, you go for it, you go to work every day with a smile on your face. Doesn't matter how much or how little money you're making, as long as you can keep above water, you know, just go with a smile on your face, work there a few years, and you can, like, the second job's always easier to find the first job. Mm-hmm. Like your first job, you know, preferably an internship, because if you don't get your foot in the door, like at an internship, it's, it's going to be real tough. Like, trust me, I know people out there who have actual good degrees and they've had problems finding jobs. You need to do something with that. In- you need to get an internship. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm looking mm-hmm. for. Mm-hmm. That's my biggest, you know, challenge right now, because that's... That's a big key you need, and it's 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 hard to fit in now because of my weird. I mean, I can get it after I graduate, I guess, but like I'm in a weird spot where I had to take. Uh, I know that's careful. well. The that's, thing you have th- a hard time because a lot of job, a lot, a lot of companies for people who are like uh, still going to school to get an internship done. I know it's just the problem is I had to go do classes over the summer, so it's like you know, I mean, it kind of. In one way, it helped me, but in another, hurt me. Mm. See what you can do. You could always go to grad school. Yeah, that's, that's not going to do me any good. They might like that's a lot of people. Like I know a lot of people who do that because a grad degree is like what a like a regular degree used to be, but then you're spending an even more inordinate amount of money in in grad school. But it's a mm-hmm. scam. Grad school is a scam unless. Uh, no, works out for some people it's just but, about more money more money no, trust trust me trust me depending on what your degree is it's 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 very much looked up on like if you want to become a manager being an mba is very helpful i've seen people who aren't managers get mbas or who aren't mbas get manager positions but you know it, it's a lot easier to do it if you have an mba and if you can't find a job right after graduation you have the funds I would absolutely go for it. In relation to working class people and those sort of things, one thing that Ben Shapiro said over the weekend that was creating a firestorm on Twitter and rightfully so is he said, quote, if you had to work more than one job to have a roof over your head or food on the table, you probably shouldn't have taken that job that's not paying you enough. That'd be a you problem, unquote. And I immediately thought, right when I read this, even if he's right, even if he's right, that's still in a totally out of touch elitist snobbish thing to say because if you talk to people that have multiple jobs which i have and you should everybody should to understand where they're coming from there are a lot of factors at play there's cost of living there's their lack of education um they might not have gone to college they might not have uh, been able to go to high school or finish high school there's a lot of reasons and it's not always their fault and yeah, maybe they want to just do better for themselves too like you know yeah, maybe Sometimes, they have like different lifestyle choices. Job, 
Yeah. If you have I, one I, job, you're just barely going by, you know, it's two jobs to make things, you know, be good for you. You know, so, some people have kids, you know. And this is like, and, and the first thing, the th first thing that I thought of when I saw the quote, other than, geez, what an asshole, uh, was, <laughs> was, okay, so what, what happens if you just come up from shitty from shitty unfortunate circumstances exactly. right like you know you're you're gonna have to work a couple of jobs just to kind of make ends meet you know what if you're young they might not they might not you you might have to work a less a couple less than desirable jobs just to kind of you know keep the whole thing afloat and it's like when you got ben shapiro like you know he came from a pretty good upbringing like you're, you're his freaking what was it a cousin or something like that a sister or a cousin or something like that was fucking Matilda like mm -hmm. come on get the f fuck you Wait, she was Matilda or she was yeah no what? she was Matilda you, you you remember the movie Matilda mm -hmm. oh god you remember oh, Miss Doubtfire you remember so Miss Doubtfire yes yes you remember the movie Miss Doubtfire mm -hmm. she was the youngest uh, Ben Shapiro's cousin was the youngest uh chick the youngest child of the family right using her magic arm using... yeah that, that was that was ben shapiro <laughs> that, she was related to ben shapiro right tell wow. me tell me that like, like no you you came from upbringings you had like you you had a pretty good life you had a pretty good upbringing mm-hmm you went to you went you went to UCLA, you went to Harvard, you went you did good, right? You did good for yourself and you came from a good upbringing, right? It, 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 it's it's hypocritical to like it's hypocrisy to say, oh well it's a you problem. you have a couple jobs. like fuck you motherfucker. if you like, like you you don't understand like this is one of those things that that like 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 and 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 it's hard and you want it you like like conservatives there's a lot of modern and newer conservatives that fucking hate this shit mm -hmm. that just absolutely hate this shit like yeah, you, you I can't stand Ben Shapiro he is the like shithole like creator he he is like the like every negative stereotype of Republicans, you can probably just trace to Ben Shapiro. Oh, he's disgusting. Well, I I mean he's he's a he's a establishment shell. Mm -hmm. He got and even with Daily Wire, right? Even with that yeah. fucking Daily Wire, he got money from he got billionaire funding to to start up the freaking Daily Wire. That is yeah, like you like you made something because you had a good upbringing like you were established uh, you had the ability to create something of yourself because you had what a lot of people didn't have like and so it's like you can't oh what an asshole god i hate <laughs> that shit i know well, I... See, I don't see how people can defend him for stuff like that like we you know, know people that were. We have people that are defending him. Yeah, the same people who work at Cutco. <laughs> Coincidence. Yeah, you know, these people who can sell like $500 knives. <laughs> you know, everyone just has a $100 steak knife lying around. You know, they just carry it around with them in a little sheath like some, you know, some like ninja 
instead <laughs> cutting this brand around to the family dare to like, oh, oh, you guys have that poor Walmart steak knife. Oh, see, I got this five hundred dollar this this five hundred dollar super cut co cutomatic steak knife, and you know I spent my kids' college fund on it. But no, I didn't because I'm actually rich. You know, this is just what all people spend money on. And the worst part. As far as I'm concerned, anyway, of course, a lot of people probably disagree with me, but whatever. And the worst part about all of this is you made me, you made me agree with a fucking liberal. Okay. That pisses me off even worse, right? The liberals are saying you're an asshole for making that quote. And I fucking agree with them. How fucked up is that? You made me agree with these fucking progressives. Fuck you, Ben Shapiro. Yeah, I agree. I, I hate agreeing with those people. That may but be the greatest thing. Right. Like, here's the thing. The problem with this sort of dual, dual party system is you, you kind of like cut the population in half. And, you know, most people have some things that they agree with the left and some people, some things they agree with stuff on the right with. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's a problem in a dual party system because in reality, we should have like six parties, maybe even 10 parties. But because the way that America was founded, you know, where we had this first pass of the post system, you know, it really only makes it two parties are feasible. You know, that's, if there's one thing that could change about America, that'd probably be part of it. You know, that'd probably be one of those things. Okay. So everybody, everybody, well, the Penn State listeners anyway, they like football, right? Football is a big deal. Let's say, you know, that let's say this political game is a football game with Republicans and Democrats. I try not to envision it, but let's let's try to, you know, let's try to anyway. What what Ben Shapiro did is the equivalent of a fucking pick six, right? You you gave him one. He gave him a fucking touchdown, right? He gave the other team a touchdown with that stupid fucking quote. Yeah, and I think see what well, you're seeing the divide now is more the working class, middle class, average blue collar, even some white collar people are a part of the new right. Ben Shapiro represents the old establishment right. We are tired of that. We don't want that anymore. I mean, this guy goes out of his way because he knows it's competition to him. He goes out of his way to slander his competition because he knows his little glass castle's crumbling that he's you know still clinging on to. So comments like this, I think, are great. Even though it makes the right look bad, maybe a little bit, makes Ben Shapiro look bad. It makes him look like out-of-touch, elitist, establishment, which he already kind of did, but this sort of is like, mm, this drives in hard. I think this hurts him in some, and, you know, among his quote-unquote base. He'll probably still have a cult falling for the rest of his life, but hopefully, hopefully, this wakes people up a bit more. Or even people that are just joining the movement will wake them up this guy is a total, you know, just, I mean, I... He's a snob. He's an elitist snob. Like, here's the thing, like, Ben Shapiro, like, I can't stand his personality. I, I can't say a lot of things about him, but, you know, he is a smart guy, and he's a damn good... He debater, isn't, actually. No, I'm going to go out and say, I don't think he's that smart. I really don't think he is. I mean, to be he's certain, talks really fast. he just talks really fast and get, doesn't give you enough of time to fucking answer back. Like, that. there's a... I, th- that's what I think. I, I think, think he, he has so some, fast. Yeah, and I think he has some debate skills, but it's when he's with people he can easily beat. When If you threw him up against somebody a bit tougher, I think he'd he'd have a little harder time keeping up. And the other thing, too, is that he's wrong about everything. 
Like literally everything, oh. every prediction. I mean, he's so, always so been wrong. A lot of things, but I mean, he's a, he's he he's. I don't know. I'm talking about it's predictions, like, though. In yeah, terms of okay. policies, I'm not going to. He's he thought Trump would lose. He. Um, I mean, a lot of a lot of people thought Trump would lose. Okay, that's. But it's a consistent pattern of him. There's a bunch of other things yeah, that he yeah. predicted wrong that I'm forgetting off the top of my head. But you can but, find them. Trust me. Trust me. Trust me. Trust me. He's. But always he so really wrong. does. There, there's like. Uh, it, it's like at first, at first he was right because he is, he is a fairly good. Like he knows at least, even if he doesn't. 100% know what he's doing. At least he knows how to debate. I think that's a fair assumption. Even if he doesn't know what he's doing, at least he knows how to debate. That is the one surefire thing he does know what to do. But, but, uh, the longer we've gotten to know him, the more of a fucking, uh, an elitist corporate fucking shill mm-hmm. establishment republican establishment shill we've seen him to be like you know he he's he's shown himself to be this elitist shill and and like this 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 last fucking quote that like a lot of people are gonna fucking yeah a lot of people are gonna flip him off for that you know so he also was basically i'm gonna say basically for the little bit provocativeness of what i'm gonna say he was campaigning for Yang on his Twitter. You know, Sam? Yeah. He was, I don't pay attention to his Twitter. He was a oh. supporter cheering him on from the sidelines. He was a Yang cheerleader. Well, Why? to be honest, Yang had no chance of winning. Does he Does he even Ben know that? Does he even know that? I mean, honestly. I think, I think Ben knows that. He knows that Yang is dividing the left. Is because he, he has I, no chance of winning. He's like the Bernie Sanders. Mm, you know, he has no chance of winning. Like at least Bernie I, Sanders in twenty sixteen, maybe not now. But you know, he's probably he's probably the most moderate. Like surprisingly, out of most of shit that the, the I Democrats have I could on. see. Okay, I could see. And we we we've talked about this. I think we've talked about this once or twice. But like, I could see Ben Shapiro in the future. Mm. I could see him going liberal i could see him i could see him or not going not I going, see him going independent. independent i could go yeah i could see him either going independent or going like jeff flake i could see him going mm-hmm. like jeff flake you know where he's republican but not really republican big fucking yeah. rhino well, i think basically. he's just an opportunist i think he's really just yeah. in for the money and power yeah that's what i'm saying like i could see him flipping I definitely could see him flipping in that he could he could go oh well I I didn't realize uh, or the party has changed it's not what I yeah. uh, intended it to be it's not what it started off yeah. to be it's Trump's party now nah. I could see him going like libertarian or something oh god yeah. I could see it well like he's he's like flip flop he used to be like the biggest like anti I now it's like supporting it or something kind of. You know, it's, yeah, uh, I know what you mean, but it's like, uh. <laughs> well, like, oh yeah, I saw him. Like, he doesn't want to be legal, but he doesn't like it. Which, I mean, you know, that's a fair enough observation. But it's funny because if you listen to him like a couple years ago, he completely fucking flip flopped on his whole positions. Yeah, he's he's a snake. I I can't stand him. I mean, I mean, I would love to know what he's like behind the scenes. What he's really like. That would be interesting. Like four foot ten. What was that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like four, 
them. Okay, that's a bit uh, that's a bit of a tall order right there. I don't think he's <laughs> he's reaching those heights. <laughs> but probably about like Napoleon complex. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, he's or probably got a big car. He's probably got a big car. I think he has a big car. Have you ever noticed? Small guys, big cars. Small guys, big cars, and the exact opposite. Like I, I, to be fair, like a lot of SUVs and trucks. Like my aunt, she was like four foot ten, and uh, she had trouble sitting in this Lexus. It was like a LS three hundred. Yeah, like she couldn't. (laughs) But but my uncle's SUV, which was which is pretty big, she had no problem sitting in it because you can adjust the seats, like the height of the seats. Which was ironic. Like, how is it? It was easier for to fit into the big car, the big SUV, than the you know, little coupe. Yeah, that's little dude's coupe. There's a like, yeah. So there's a there's a story. Uh, there, there's a story. We had a. Uh, uh, I was I was I was with a friend, and a friend got into it. Uh, friend got into a little fender bender. Stop talking with, about me. <laughs> no, 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 no. Got, I'm got into a fender bender. Um, I got into a crash with with a like a Ford Festiva. If you ever see that, like really small cars, yeah. right, mm-hmm. right. So uh, he was pissed because this was like a it was an SUV. I'm like, he's like, man, I'm gonna fuck this dude up, right? And he's like, oh, I'm like, oh my god, right? And then and and so he's like screaming. He he gets out of the car, slams it. He's like, get out of the car, motherfucker, <laughs> and then, like. <laughs> Like and and guess what? what? The dude that came out of the car was this huge <laughs> fucking dude, right? Out of a Ford Festiva. He was like six four, ripped to the fucking max. I'm like, oh, I thought you were gonna fuck him up. What happened? And he totally pussied out, like, oh, let me just get your information. We gave him shit the whole fucking trip back. Like, oh, we thought you were gonna fuck him up. Dude, I you showed I, him. I've seen that before. We had this kid in high school who had a muscle car. And this guy is ironic. Or not a muscle car, a smart car. Oh, this no. dude's name was like Muscle or something. It was his last name. This dude had no muscle on his body. He was like a fucking whale. And he would he would go in like, I don't know how he fit in that smart car. Must have been like, you know, have you ever seen Dr. Hoover was like bigger on the inside than physically possible? Like, this guy would shove himself in there looking for Wow. It's like that tent in Harry Potter where they go inside. It's like huge. Yeah. Yeah. Then, like, you know, my brother, he did the same. Not a little man by any means. It's just like, what the heck is up with these people? (laughs) They do shit like this, but they get these, like, little guys in big cars. It's just like. Oh, it really is clown world if we have clown cars. The grossest thing I've ever seen, though, uh, there was was some dude, like, um, one of the, one of the uh, there was some dude in DC. He had like an original, the original Tesla model, Ooh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know Roadster. how, and you know how, like the, ori- the, it's a low the list, original was like there wasn't much space in yeah. in, in it, right? Yeah, yeah, because it's based this off a of Lotus. Right, right. Um, so this guy was a chubby piece of shit, right? Real chubby, right? Um. Uh, he had what he did to uh to navigate that was he had this piece of plastic that he that he put on his stomach 
So that way he was able to steer the wheel. Because if he didn't have that piece of, it was a piece of slick plastic, right? It was a piece of slick plastic. So that way he could turn the wheel without it rubbing up against his fat belly, right? It's really like a corset, basically. To drop it. <laughs> no, it was so disgusting. Like, oh my God. And then when he got out of the car, this, he had this round, this round offish piece of plastic that was basically stuck to his stomach. I'm like, you disgusting motherfucker. Like, oh my god. Oh my god. It was so nasty. Ugh. I, I, I shouldn't have I still it still haunts me to this day. Like you have PTSD from it. Know your look, know your limitations, okay? That's all I'm saying. Know your limitations. Couldn't agree more. Um, oh God, I wonder what that smelled like. That little piece of plastic. We ever took it for a wash. Oh, I doubt it. Dude, <laughs> I, it was. I, I suppose I, like piss and sweat just after like weeks. Jizz. Right, yeah, because it was like it was one of those things. Look at it, and you look at it. This is chubby dude, and I'm like, and I look at it. I'm like disgusted. I'm like, oh, how the fuck is he? How the fuck is he even turning the? <laughs> the steering wheel and then he gets out of the car and i see this plastic thing and it's not it's not attached he doesn't attach it to his belt it's stuck on his fucking stomach right <laughs> it's stuck on his stomach like, like he took it off of his stomach and because it, it was stuck and he had like I, it was so na- I was well, how was he turning it though how was he turning Wait, it well, did he have it did he have it like under his shirt or he just not wear a shirt no he had it yeah he had it over his shirt but the piece, it had ridges, and the the ridges were stuck to his fat and his stomach. <laughs> and it was, yeah. I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna throw up. How was he turning it though? Was he just like twisting himself? No, because it was slick. The little round plastic thing was slick, so that way he could easily steer it because it was sliding on the slick part. Oh, I see. Okay. Well, yeah. Like discover that. It's just like, oh, <laughs> did the Tesla make this part? It was like not, not a corset. This no, is I don't know. Option. I don't know what it is. Yeah, it's crazy. It was crazy to me. And it was like, and it was stuck on Did he like, he, I don't want to say peeled it off or something oh. like that. Like, it's so disgusting. And peeled. you see the sweat. And you see the sweat from fucking plastic was. I'm like, Oh, you disgusting bitch, dude! Ugh. What was his name? I'm fucking. I didn't ask him for his name. I was like, yeah. dude, you what, do you, what do you think? Oh, you're disgusting. By the way, I'm Philip. Nice to meet you. Like, what the fuck? No, I thought you said this was a friend. No, no, that wasn't. No, I told you the most disgusting. I was, I was on my way to, um. I was on my way to a seafood restaurant too, which was even worse. <laughs> you lost right? your appetite. Like, yeah, I'm like, oh my god, because because it was like, oh, I, I, you know, I I like oysters or whatever. But uh, so so anyway, uh, I went to the I went to this place, and it, and it was a little pricey, so there was going to be some mm-hmm. people that had like nice cars or whatever. And that's oh, fine. okay, okay. But like, but no, this is like this chubby dude. <laughs> In a really small car. And, oh okay, God. the context makes a bit more sense now. I thought this was somebody you knew because this is like this had no. detail, and maybe it's because it's just this such a like, horrifying incident that stuck in. But you, it was but... like they they tried. Okay, so then what was 
the aesthetics were just so bad because it was like he tried to impress people by driving this hundred thousand hundred thousand dollar car but he's a fat garbage slob that uses piece of plastic to steer it like oh my god you're so nasty <laughs> oh my god now maybe he was trying to go and pick up some sugar babies over at the restaurant oh yeah that's how you like, do oh, it what? yeah like a blind <laughs> on that shit. yeah my god dude i've seen some crazy shit with cars though dude but nothing no helen nothing keller bad. helen keller could have seen how disgusting this fuck was <laughs> and like, stevie oh wonder god. yeah Dude, the, the most strangest one I think I've ever seen. I was at uh, Golden Corral. I, I, there's this place in Maryland called Perryman. It was supposedly haunted or something. Me and my buddies used to go around there. We went to Golden Corral one day after afterwards. It was open up till like midnight. And we were in the parking lot. And we see this guy in a Dodge Magnum with 20, it must have had 20 inch rims that are shaped like snowflakes. This fat dude comes out in a red shirt. And this was, this was like probably in October or something. He has this long beard looking like fucking Santa Claus. <laughs> this like pimped out Dodge Magnum with 20 inch rims and uh, what was it like Lambo door gullwing doors that lift up like that? Mm-hmm. It, was most, it was the most fucking crazy thing I've ever seen. Yeah, no, I, I, I got another I got another story for you. We just said fuck it and now we're doing stories, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, I like this. It's funny. But, so, so there's a place. I hope they don't sue me for saying this on YouTube, but oh, this is what's going to put us under. Nah, nah. <laughs> what? Oh yeah. This is going to put us under all the fucked up shit we said hey, over the years. Yeah. This will be the one. that well, fucking We said today. at the beginning of the show, we said it's going to be the little thing that gets us. It's not going to be. Yeah, the big thing. That's true. Then anyway, okay. We're regressing here. Um, <laughs> there's a, there's a place and in, in, there's a place there's a restaurant in Las Vegas. I restaurant that would be giving it too much credit the um called the heart attack right oh i've oh i've heard this place it's I've called heard this the place. heart attack so <laughs> it's a hamburger it's a hamburger joint where, it's a bit where it's more like, than that right so so i don't know if they still have have it it's been a couple of years since i've been uh since i've been to that particular spot uh but the last time i went they had this thing like if you're over 300 350 pounds you eat for free why (laughs) dude i look it was was their thing it was their thing i their stick and like they so so they had uh uh they basically they have people the waitresses they're dressed in like nurses outfits and they write you a prescription for hamburgers Mm. or some shit (laughs) it's it's crazy it's crazy this is so funny so the last time I went in this place, the burgers were pretty good. But anyway, anyway, there was one really obese person, like really fucking obese person. And it was like he had a um, he had what looked like a hospital get like a really large hospital gown. I'm not sure if he had pants on. I wasn't looking to investigate the situation <laughs> at all. Fair. Um, but he had like uh like a muumu or like a hospital gown. It was like, and he had, and he had um, he had this uh, it had to be the largest walker I have ever fucking seen <laughs> in my life. I was like, like what the fuck? It was like 
the dude was relative. Maybe he's like six one, six two, maybe. I'm thinking somewhere like he was tall. He definitely tall, but he he was big. He was big. And so what they did was so so they have a uh, they have a scale to prove that you're over three hundred and some pounds to to make sure you get to eat for free. They didn't even, like he's like a this dude's a fucking regular, right? Oh, <laughs> this dude's God. a regular. He's like, hey, I'm here. Hey, oh, hey, everybody's whatever. Names. I forgot what the fuck his name. They knew it, like they the cooks and everybody. They fucking knew him by name mm-hmm. or whatever. And he's just like, and he's using the walker and he's going to the seat and he's like winded already. He's using the walker and he's fucking winded already. And he's like. Ugh. As he's using the walker, I'm like, oh god, this dude's gonna die before he even fucking sits down. Like, yeah, and it was like it was just so <laughs> disgusting. And but before, and it was I've never seen somebody so winded from walking that like spit and snot started flying out of their <laughs> nose and mouth. Like, oh, <laughs> like oh, <laughs> like oh my god. Did somebody d- help? Wait, was that the end of your story? I was like, could somebody fucking put him on the biggest loser and save his life or some shit? <laughs> Holy fuck, man. How's that place not getting sued? Like, how, how's no one, like, gone to heart? Like, you know, this is kind of predatory. I think they, they make you sign a waiver. I think they make you sign a <laughs> I think you make you sign a waiver for that shit. And you have to vote confidence. Right. No, because they're like, oh, they want to make sure that you don't sue it. So you make you sign a waiver for being over 350 pounds and eating for free i like i just i'm like i'm like dude i like i this this isn't this isn't worth i don't care how good the birds are man that was that was a traumatizing situation well that's why you need to pick a window seat so you can just sort of look out no there's nothing he's (laughs) huge you could dude stevie wonder could see how disgusting this shit was like yo like you can see it from the, you can see that shit from the kitchen. It's like what fuck, and you could feel it too. Like you could feel like when he stepped, it was like you could fucking like feel him taking steps. It's like it's the almost it's like was they, shaking. Like, yeah, like it was like it wasn't like it was shaking, but you could feel like you could likely you could feel the the you steps. Feel the force. It was like it, it was like good. God, I was like, Ooh. wow. Well, I actually do have a little story. It's not particularly funny, I guess, but mm. fat people kind of triggered in me. Um, when I was at a hotel recently, and we were in like the uh, lobby where they had like an area where they served you food, when I could order, and yeah, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm eating, and it's all pretty casual. And I look over the people. There's not many people, but there's this one group with this these two ladies, and they're both huge. I mean, their like arms were like like a foot long. Like you know, the thickness of it was like a foot. And I'm not even. I'm probably under exaggerating. That's how big they were. And they're just like sitting there, and they're you know, they they ordered some food, but they actually the one didn't eat a lot. She was like full. I'm like, yeah. You're full of a lot, I'll say. But, um, I forget what their conversation was talking about, but they had, like, a little kid there, and he was there, and sort of chilling out, and 
being kind of shy, so she started kind of trying to talk to him. I think she was the mother, but then once the uh, other one came how over, she's not pregnant. How does how does that even work? Did a guy even like last long enough? And he's like, <laughs> yeah, it was a force injection there. I d- I don't even know how it could have happened. I'm assuming it's her kid, but it is important to the context of this. I just ate the parents. <laughs> yeah that's a good movie tale right there um but exactly that's what i was thinking of um but she was talking to her friend and she was like going off and she you know she had like a little tone in her voice that was all kind of like you know and she was like well you know they all say that's gonna be like you know bad not having a man in your life not having a husband but you know what i'm doing just fine no, you don't need a man in your life. It's great. And I'm just sitting there thinking, you piece of... Like, I could think of every bad word at that moment because, like, if that's her kid there, she has a kid there, and she is proud, proud that she's screwing up that kid's life. Because that's what she's basically saying. She's proud she doesn't have a man life, which means she's proud she's going to screw that kid's life up. She's proud of it. This is what feminism is done. It's hurt women. Feminism's an obese kid who probably ate the father. An obese mother ate the father and it's just like raising the kid, probably using the welfare money towards like hot pockets and Cheetos. Yeah, I mean I I mean they're in Washington State, so maybe they have a lot of money, I don't know. But like uh, man, dude, it was it just got it was like one of those things where like, you know, you hear this stuff. You know it's out there, or, like, you, you you think it's out there, but you kind of have doubts. Like, yeah, maybe it's not as bad as people say, but, like, I literally saw what people have been saying has been happening. I'm just like, oh, God. This stuff people say has real facts. Yeah, but, um, yeah, man, dude, that's some pretty funny shit. Dude, speaking of fucking stories, dude, I had I watched some movies this weekend. Oh, man, yes, dude. fill us in. Dude, it pissed me off. So, you know, I don't know if you guys watch Netflix, but they, I guess, they released their next rounds of movies, like, or whatever shit, these past couple of days. Yeah. They did, uh, what was it, the Rocco's Modern Life, like, movie. Well, it wasn't really a movie. It was, like, an hour-long, like, extended episode. And they did one for Invader Zen. And it's kind of, it's ironic because both of these were, like, you know, good shows that I watched when I was growing up. And they were completely opposite in terms of like quality. Like the like, I'll give it you know the, the kind of synopsis. There's probably spoilers ahead, but I mean it's on Netflix, so if you haven't seen it, you know just just watch it. But I'll tell you what, you know I was I was fucking pissed because I go and you know I see the Rockas Modern Life. It's gotta be pretty cool, but no, it was like like the first like half the movie is just like them showing like it was kind of memifying like. 20, 21st century life, you know, like, oh, hey, there's a Snapchat, and there's a, te- there's a cell phone, and, and look, they have, you know, food trucks. Oh, cool. That was like for the first 20 minutes or 30 minutes, and then mm-hmm. it goes off. And then it gets to the point, there's like, I don't remember who these people are, because I haven't watched a show since, like, I was a kid. But the, the whole premise of it was, like, you know, they're looking for this uh, one person to go and make this other television show within the show, kind of like meta for some reason. Mm. And then they go and look for it, and they can't find the person, and they end up finding this person in a fucking ice cream truck. 
And the person decided to get a sex change since the last time you've seen them. What? And that was like the whole thing. Yeah, so like the one, I guess it was the big heads or the fat heads, their son is now a daughter. And, and you know, these people, they were in space for the past 20 years, so you expect them to have some sort of reaction. It'd be like, because back in the 90s, you know, someone gets a sex change. That's that's a pretty big deal. Like, it didn't really happen back then. Mm. And they're just like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Well, they show the parents and they just kind of like make fun of like the dad for making a big deal about like, oh, you're a terrible person because you're upset that your son's a daughter now. And it's just Very like, good. yeah, they made like that. That was probably the, the whole the whole point of the show is like, oh, you know, you're a terrible person for, uh, you know, if you think that transgenderism, you, you don't just blatantly accept it. You know, you just think it's, you know, if you have any problems with, you know, your kid becoming a, a woman. You know, then that's a, that's a problem on you. And then the second thing of the show too, because like it was also making fun of uh, Rocco for wanting this TV series like re-release because when he went off into space, he had this one show, and after he left, it was done. So it's kind of making fun of the viewer for even wanting to watch a special. It was like Jesus, who does that? Like they're making fun of people like in a sort of twisted way for wanting to watch Rocco, like the the, the Rocco series. Now it's just like, this is shit. And, and everything else was just kind of like, it was stupid and gimmicky. But that part just really got on my nerves. You know, the transgender stuff in a kid's show. And I mean, Rocco, you know, they're they're always kind of pushing the edge with like adult content and stuff in there. But, you know, they didn't really need to do this stuff. It just felt kind of forced. But then they decided to go and do that. And it was just, you know, what are you doing with that? But then the American one, it was actually good. You know, nothing like that bullshit. There was no transgender issues in there. It was just Invader Zim. You know, I thought it was great, but damn. Yeah, well, I think it's I think it's all like a lot of it is just like progressive conditioning. It's it, it's really like like because because we all we always talk about like the movies and the shows and social media and all that stuff it's like well why why don't they give a shit about actual content youtube right you know why 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 are they pulling away from like a lot of the independent contact uh content and all that stuff it's like it's like it's by design dude it's all liberal it's all liberal conditioning like they're trying to condition these kids and these teenagers that are like young and vulnerable, they're trying to condition them into thinking this crazy shit. Like, and this is, this is what we have. And there's, and I, maybe, maybe it's, maybe it's all the foreign money that's going into, you know, shit like Netflix and the social media sites and the news sites and all that stuff. And like, but I, I mean, it's, we are living in a fucked up world right now. Fucking like, and it's been going on for years. So it's like this is like that Rocco thing. You know, that's just the tip of the iceberg. You go and start looking at what's currently on the shows. Like they have like blatant like gay and lesbian kisses in kids television shows. You know that um, what was that one that Cartoon Network one that's really bad? The uh, the crystals and shit. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of that that mm, one's name. I don't know. I think it was Steven Universe. Yeah, it's like with a fat kid who's like who hooks up with these like lesbian aliens. What the like hell? it sounds like so that Alex Jones would go and like make fun of people think he's an idiot. But you know, they actually have shows about like, you know, kids who get in the back of this this like old guy's van and like 
you know, basically have sex with aliens. Like it is, it is beyond ridiculous. And the person who wrote this show wrote like pornographic, like a uh, rule 34 content for Ed, Ed and Eddie. And that was her fame. Like, say so basically have a pornographer writing kid shit. Oh God. Like a progressive pornographer. You need, and there was like, you know, anime, they made, this person and made Ed and Eddie gay sex content, and they're and they're the ones in charge of your kids' viewing habits. You know, they're making shows that your kids watch. It's just disgusting. Like, why are they doing? Like, you know, I know why they're doing this, but why do we as a society allow this? To because it's you know? progressive, and you accept it. Like, is it just because boomers and stuff and, like, the parents don't pay attention to what their kids yes. are watching? Yes, that's actually really it. Um, the problem I've noticed with millennial parents, and that's who the parents that would be showing their kids these things, is they are so hands-off. It's insane. Like, they're just like, oh, well, you know, it's not my job to do this, or, oh, if the kid does this, well, that's okay. Oh, he stabbed himself with a pencil, eh, he'll learn. You know, it's like... They don't want to do the job of parenting. They don't want to teach their kid anything. They don't want to do any work. They will just throw their kid an iPad because that will do it for them. They'll throw them an iPhone into their hands rather than do parenting. It's terrible. Okay, why do you think that MoMA thing was such a big deal? It's because parents are like, oh, here's YouTube. here's YouTube Kids. Just go and have fun with it. <laughs> they don't understand that YouTube Kids is not curated. Like, There's a reason why people pay like, was like fifteen dollars a month for like the Disney Channel app or whatever it yeah, is. Disney XD, I because, think. Yeah, they, they curate that shit. Like, you know, I love YouTube. I'm thankful YouTube had like exists, but I would not give like a five year old kid access to YouTube. Yeah, same. Like there's there's so much shit that they can do wrong. Like see when I was like a real young kid, my parents, you know, they did a lot of things I didn't I didn't really like about, but you know, I was not really able to even access the computer by myself until I was like nine. And even then, I was too stupid to know how to go on any of the good stuff. So it's mostly like playing RuneScape and shit. You know, which I'm still doing, but, you know. Literally. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> but, like, no, it's, you know, but these days, it's just so easy because everyone has iPads. Like, library, and, like, they have, it's, like, half the things the kids do in there is, like, playing their, they, they have educational iPads. But I wonder how much you're really hard this stuff down over there. It's so easy find like just disturbing content now you know it's not you just go on the internet you can go and look for all these things you end up finding like a, a youtube challenge telling you to light yourself on fire or drink bleach or eat tide pods and you know the parental figures of today they're, they're not smart and like the kids don't have common sense either you know they'll go and they'll listen to momo they'll They'll drink bleach, they'll light themselves on fire, they'll jump into like a puddle head first because they think they saw like a, you know, some guy on YouTube jump into a puddle. You know, it's like kids are so they're just so impressionable. Unfortunately, and, yeah. And like boomers and, you know, millennial parents like millennial parents I think just stuff because a lot of them, you know, they could have been like gay or trans or something. They're like, oh well, this is cool. This was edgy. My parents didn't like that. And, you know, and they're bringing this stuff into kids. And that's why you're going to start seeing, like, a reaction when they see all this content over here. You know, the next generation, they're going to be the exact opposite. They're going to be completely totalitarian. Because they'll be like, oh, yeah, my parents, they they did not do a very good job parenting. They mm -hmm. did this and that. 
and they decide to go and like wait till they're 40 and have kids, which is why I have whatever disorders I have because they didn't have kids until they were 40. Well, yes, yeah, so you know? that's the problem is like, you know, the, I say maybe the boomers or Gen Xers were a little too strict, but now the millennials are too lazy. They're too lazy. They don't want to do the job parenting. That's where you're getting all these problems. I mean, it's just, can we find a reasonable, happy medium, you know? Dude, Gen Z is going to be like the right-wing one. That's why I was told, like, there's a lot of right-wings and Gen Zs. I've heard that, but, like, I don't know. I mean, maybe. Dude, you'll see it. You'll see it, man. Like, the the millennials, like, it's it's always, it comes in cycles. Like, you know, one person will do something too stupid one way, they'll mm. go the other. And we haven't had, like, you know, a good world war in a while. You know, I think that's the solution for all these problems. We need to have, like, World War Three. Just, just send them out there. Start drafting people, and then you'll see how far all this, like, you know, social justice crap starts going once you have people on the trenches. Mm. You know, once you have people, you know, dealing with all this other bullshit instead of worrying about their like their bathrooms, you know, their like transgender bathrooms. Because you know what? When there's no bathroom, everyone pisses in the same place. You know, they don't have they don't have tr- like Phil. You know, do they have transgender bathrooms like on the field in the military? I mean, they have a transgender porta potty out there. You know, I, I when I let I left when the like when the whole like right before the whole transgender thing started. Oh, you lucky! <laughs> popping up out of the gate, like I, I mean, there was. You know, there, 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 there were, you know, there were, there were homosexuals and they, they, that was when, you know, Obama allowed them to be openly gay in the military and whatever. And that's, you know, fantastic, whatever. But, but like I was, I left before the, the, the transgender boom, I guess. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, you, they have bathrooms. Like mo- most of the time, if you're in the field, the you have porta potties, and if you can't go to the bathroom in a porta potty, then you're fresh out of fucking luck. I don't know what to tell you. Um, I, I, and if you're, I don't know, I, I've always and I've always been against that shit too. I, I don't know how they, ma- I really honestly don't know how they make transgender work in the military because it's like, <laughs> right? Because it was like, well, I mean, if it, if you're if you're pre-op, then I guess you do whatever you did when you have whatever you have. But like the post-op, there's like there's always like a med there's like a medical maintenance thing that has to happen. That's like I don't know. It's like a little extra that kind of I don't know. I never I've never been a big fan of that. I, and and people were always like, I know they're they I when it, when I first got to Penn State, I took this business corporate social responsibility, and that was like right when Donald Trump was like, and that was right when Donald Trump did the transgender ban or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I was like, and I'm like, well, and everybody was like, and and the the the, the corporate social responsibility. He was he's a liberal professor, and like. But I was like, I was like, well, it, it's a nuanced discussion. 
You know that, right? And he was, he was like, how is this a newest discussion? If somebody wants to sign up and put their life on the line, they should be allowed to do it regardless of what they are. I'm like, not everybody gets that opportunity, dude. I'm like, look, the, there's, I mean, if anybody wants to, that's great, but there's standards, there's physical standards, there's medical standards, there's, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot that goes into whether somebody can actually be in the military. They have ASVAB scores that like test how smart you are, like whether you could be in a particular job, like they don't want, they, they, they don't want no fucking cardboard chewers in the fucking you know flying planes there's like you know there's legitimate shit there like and like with 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 the transgender thing it was like i was always like a like pre-op okay that's fair fair you if you want to you want to be a transgender and a pre-op that's fine that's fine i guess you know because if you're gonna let homosexuals in see what the big deal is pre-op post-op that's a different story because you have you know you're going you went through the surgery and then there's medical maintenance that you have to upkeep and there's hormone there's medications and stuff like that and you have to make sure that that's regulated and to do that you're you're making yourself non-deployable and if you're a troop that's non-deployable you're kind of fucking worthless uh, so you know it, there's that and so I was, I was never, I don't know. I was never really a fan of that, but of course I, I think, I think if I was in Terry now, I'd probably be labeled a bigot and kicked out or whatever, but I don't, whatever. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Different know, animal. How, how would they have time to go and like dilate themselves while like, you know, in, in the field? Like, let's say in Iraq or something like, like, like you were in there, like you said, like right in there, right? Say that one more time. You were you were in there when they were like allowing the the gay people to be openly yep. gay, right? Yep. Well, how'd that go? Like when you were in like you know Iraq or something or Afghanistan, where they did not allow that stuff according to custom. Like how how'd that go with the gay people? I mean, it wasn't that big. It wasn't a a terribly big deal. But then again, like I I was like the, my last deployment, I was in the medical field, so it wasn't. It it was it was a little bit more of a contained situation than say combat arms or something like that. Where if you're you're like in a group shower with a bunch of dudes and one dude gets a fucking erection looking at everybody else, <laughs> like that could be different. Like I don't know. Gee, we we, we, ha we haven't had that Penn State though, have we? <laughs> uh, well, like I was just thinking, like you know, if you're like, did they let you guys go, like, to the, like, when you were on, you know, in Iraq or something, do you guys go, like, downtown or anything over there and just stay on base all the time? Yeah, we stayed on base most of the time. The only people that were allowed on base off off the, the installation were people that had specific missions off base, whether it was, like, uh, a, uh, AOD, EOD um, or MPs or... Like if you know, if they were doing patrols or something like that, it wasn't like it wasn't a particularly significant issue for for me anyway. But um, yeah, that makes. I mean, that, yeah, that makes sense because like it'd be different if like you guys are based and like you know you had 
you know, some two like openly gay people walking around like Afghanistan or that they probably would not appreciate like the people living over there. They'd probably not be very receptive to uh, to that sort of stuff. And I and I can only imagine too like a themselves or whatever. You know, they they basically dildo themselves once a day to keep their wound closing. And then they'd have to get like shipments of uh, hormones in every you know every day almost or like they'd have to have them available every day and then you'd have to have like i guess a quartermaster or something to keep track of that too or the medical supply like administrator i don't know what jobs they have and like mos people are in charge of like the medical supplies and you have to add another thing to that for like the hormones it's it's a mess it's a whole uh who wants to hear another story yeah one more story and then we'll wrap it up for tonight all right, all right. Um, so, so back, back in the day, back in the day, young, uh, young Phil, young, <laughs> young, young specialist myself. Uh, no, I'm not gonna say my real name on this thing. You, well, you're dictator, We all know that. Yeah. So, so anyway, so I was on, um, I was on staff, I was on staff duty, which, um, meant you had to like you had to stay up and make sure that you know everything was recorded you know uh if if something bad happens we would be like the first reported or whatever and uh so we had it was a 24 hour it was a straight 24 hour duty anyway uh so we uh, i i got a call uh from my uh from my supervisor that day it's like, oh, we need you to pick up somebody from uh, from this this place, and the place was a gay bar, basically. So we need you to pick up a soldier right. from a gay bar. And I was like, pretty weird, but okay, all right, whatever. Um, so drive drive into the city, drive up right right outside right outside the bar there's there's this there was the dude that's on the sidewalk and he was he was he was he was a cross dresser like he's he's a dude but he had on chick stuff which yeah whatever different strokes for different folks right so so i and he was he you can tell he was kind of he was kind of embarrassed to see me picking him up but whatever uh i was like so um you know come on in whatever it's it's fine we'll we'll get you back no worries um i tried to make the best of the situation right <laughs> so what was what i gonna do i was like ah! <laughs> sidewalk look at that fucker no i was gonna be like that um no so so i was like okay so i was like make sure you buckle it in whatever um, I don't want to get a ticket, whatever. And as we were getting ready to leave, some dude comes, another cross dresser uh -oh. comes out of the gay bar, right? And he's like, "You better, you better tell that piece of shit he's not welcome here anymore." Like <laughs> all like, and, and he's like, "You, you better tell him to stop sending me these fucking pics." And he shows me his cell phone of this dude's dick pics, right? <laughs> You better tell him to stop sending me his dick pics. I don't want to see this shit. I'm like, motherfucker, I don't want to see that shit either, right? 
Out of us two, out of us two, I least want to see that shit, okay? Like, I guarantee you, guaranteed, I least want to see this shit out of us three, okay? What was it, what was it, uh, abnormal? What's up? Was, was the, uh, was the The size. I mean, it's, I, I'm not, I don't measure, I don't fucking, you know? Like, disease. It was a dick pic and it was disgusting. That is all I know. Okay. I I I, I didn't stop to fucking glance at its detail. Okay. <laughs> the dick pic was disgusting. I didn't want to look at it. I'm like, look, dude, please put that shit away. Okay. Look, I'm sorry. Whatever happened to you in there, I don't know. I'm sorry, I guess. I I just trying to take this dude home. Uh to the barracks i don't know i look I, i'm trying i'm trying to this is this, this is an insane experience for me and i'm trying to just get this thing done and over with right <laughs> and he's like you better tell and he's like you better tell him if he ever fight if he ever comes talks to me again my man's gonna kick his ass I'm like what i don't know anybody like what i don't know anybody like what am i who the fuck first off who the fuck am i gonna tell for, for whatever like i don't i'm not i don't do this okay i don't do what y'all do i don't do that if y'all want to do this shit great i don't do it i'm just trying to you know i'm trying to do what the fuck i'm trying to do here please let me like, have a nice evening uh and l- please let me drive please you didn't sign up for this you didn't have I this didn't, in your yeah, job like, description I'm like, dude, and I, I got to tell you, I, to be honest, the ride back was the quietest fucking ride I had been on in my life. Because this dude, because I mean, this dude was like, you, the dude was dejected. Like, he was just totally dejected. This, it's, this, it's this high-speed soldier that's dressed in drag and just had oh. his fucking, had his penis on a pick shown in front of the fucking driver <laughs> yeah, it's just like i'm not sure it gets low as low as that barring the pick being on facebook or something like that i would imagine i but like look and yeah you could hear a pin drop in that fucking <laughs> like, on the way back it was incredible like i i never experienced anything like that in my life and uh i don't i don't know so were you basically like the Uber for the barracks? Yeah, because like like the whole point is to make sure that the soldier gets back safe. And sometimes they don't they don't have a car or they're too drunk to come home or whatever. So it's up to us to make sure that that you know takes place. So. Oh my yeah. god, dude! Fuck. Oh. Do you have any other funny stories of um, of those sort of incidents over there? Like as an Uber driver? As a, I mean, that was probably the most extreme. Yeah, I mean, you can't course, top yeah. that. Like, I I had one I had one where I picked up some dude in the club, and he was in the back alley taking a shit as I was out, like in the back alley. I was like. What the fuck are you? I was screaming like, "What the fuck are you doing? Taking a shit, right? Get in the fucking car, all right?" He's like, "I'm gonna take a shit," and it kicked me out, man. I'm like, motherfucker, 
We're going up and get in the fucking car. Did he at least wipe? No, he just plopped and got up. Like that was get up. Wait, 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 wait. Was this the same car you picked the other guy up in? No, it was different. It was same job, same base, different car. Okay, good. Because cause here's what I was imagining. Because you know, like when you get like a used car, and 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 you smell those smells of a used car. Well, no, he was. Imagine if all of these smells, like from the gay bar, <laughs> from the booper, never, were in yeah, one would... car. Uh, I did. Uh... Use air freshener. I hope. Well, 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 none of the things happened in the car. I know, like but, none of the disgusting. But he shit didn't wipe, so like, okay, it, it the scent like got on his clothes and probably like really got onto his underwear, so like it would fill up the cabin. Yeah, I mean, it, I assume it's it, it's like when a baby like you know, you know poops in their diaper and you take the diaper out, it's like it's like the majority smells good, but it's still it's, there. Unless it's diarrhea shit bomb, I'm sure. I'm I don't sure know what his log was. <laughs> I don't know. Look, it was. But did you ever have it where like you'd be like where someone puked in the car or anything like that? Yeah, we 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 that, that happens every now and again because you sometimes you pick up people and they're drunk or whatever. Well, like, do they? Do you guys like charge? What do they do when they threw up? Did he like charge them with cleaning fee? Like tell their like. Oh, oh I do got another. I got another interesting one. <laughs> Okay, so um, the war- I picked up picked up this one dude from they they downtown. Uh, actually, it was two people. So picked up two people downtown. One dude, um, he's like, "Hey, pull over, man! I know this chick. Uh, like, just pull over." It's like, so I was like, "Whatever." So I pulled over. It was a fucking prostitute, dude. What? It was a fucking prostitute. This dude was trying to pick up a fucking prostitute in my fucking vehicle, right? <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the army staff duty vehicle. He was trying to pick up a fucking prostitute. Right? He was like, hey. She's, he's like, hello, honey. I'm like, honey. Hello, honey. Honey, yeah, because they always say honey or baby, something like that. Oh, Just God. To, I don't know. It's like really disgusting. Anyway. And, and and he's like he, he's like hey I got he's like hey I got 150 I cover it and I and I immediately drove as soon as he said that shit <laughs> I was like I know that you're trying to fucking hook okay get the, no not not fucking happening <laughs> oh that's where you draw the line he's like yeah I was he's like I got 150 to cover it like oh fuck no drive drove right off like he's like what the fuck are you doing man I'm like fucker what are you doing you're trying to fucking get your hook on in the fucking car what the hell's wrong with you <laughs> oh, that you probably like t- turned on like, the loudest rock music you could just like yep don't hear you man don't hear the music's too loud can't hear you well no i was like I, no he was like a, he was a he was an asshole the whole way back too he's like yeah you know what you should just drop me off i'm somebody else said i was pick you up make sure you get on base and that's exactly where we're going Right, uh, we're not we're not taking no hooker detour, okay? We're going A to B, right? A where you are to B back on base. And then I had to say this, and then I had to say this shit to my supervisor, and my supervisor was laughing his ass off, like, "Oh man, that's what I've I've never dealt with that shit before." I'm like, "Fuck you, motherfucker!" Like, you know. 
dick. Oh, God. Wait, so, like, do you supervise or, like, reprimand these people for, like, trying to pick up hookers in the... <laughs> no, no, I mean, it was... No, I, uh... I did. So, I, I feel guilty about this one, but, like, um, with that one, I told one of my friends who's, like, who was like a sergeant or whatever. And then he told his friend who was that guy's supervisor. So he ended up like it ended up getting him in some shit, but like, and I didn't even do, I didn't even say it to try to rat him out. I was like, I was like, you wouldn't believe the shit that happened yesterday. Holy fucking Christ. And then he's like, Oh my God, I gotta tell, I gotta tell a sergeant. I'm buddies with the sergeant. Hold on. Like, like, Oh shit. Such an yeah. asshole now. So, like, well, what's even the punishment for them? They get like court martialed or something. They get like, I mean, you know, there was really nothing they could do other discharge. than <laughs> there was really nothing they could do because it was basically like he didn't actually fuck the hooker. Darn, so there was really nothing. What's the point? Money what wasn't exchanged. Money wasn't officially exchanged. So, yeah, <laughs> Money and oh, so you sped away when he was still in the car. Yeah, no, yeah, um, he was he was sitting in the passenger seat talking to the chick who was outside the car. Oh, I see. He's like, "Hey, I got one fifty. Will that fucking cover it?" I'm like, "Oh hell no!" And I mean, as he said that shit, I drove off. I thought what you did, which would still be funny, is he popped out, started the conversation. You're like, "Yep, booking no, it." Not getting he involved. He was outside. He had. He was hanging. Outside the, he was hanging. His head was outside the vehicle. Like he rolled the window down and put his head outside of the window. Oh god! He's like, oh hey baby, will one hundred and fifty dollars cover it? I'm like, oh hell no. <laughs> god, well, it's cheaper than getting married. So, <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah, but like, dude, dude, you're like, are like. If you want to go ahead and do that, get your own fucking car and do that. Don't be mm-hmm. doing that shit. Like, like, don't put me in a bad situation. Well, you could have, you could have had someone off. watch at least. Well, how how bad you know, was like the prostitution problem on the base? Well, I mean, it's you know, prostitution's everywhere. I mean, it is the oldest profession, but like, but I mean, yeah, especially look, some of these military bases outside of the military bases. It gets it gets a little rough sometimes. Hmm. It does. Well, especially especially when payday cuz you have like <laughs> you have like 50,000 people in one base. They're all got paid at the same fucking time, so you know the hookers are fucking convening outside of the like they have their they have their own hotels and spots they stop at and shit like But it was it's sad. It was in this case, it's like, cause, cause you know, like with, with a lot of, the, with some of these guys, it's like they were at the club. They were trying to hit on every possible girl that they could to try to get it for free mm-hmm. and nothing worked. So it's like, ah, fuck it. I'll try to pay for it to so at least did, salvage did, some kind of. Did you notice like an incel prom in the army? <laughs> Well, I mean, it's so there's a little bit there. Honestly, there is a little, uh, and because well, more so, okay. 
I, I don't know if it's so much an internal problem as much as it is a um as much as it is like there's so many peep dudes there and so few chicks like on base like men out outnumber the women at least when i was there by a fucking heap mm, so it looks like so yeah the women that were on the base were like goddesses even though they were like some of them were like fives at best but because they're the a only military ones. base they're like yeah <laughs> short supply it was like all right this chick is gold like uh no were there okay this is a weird question this will be my last question but were there any virgins that you knew of of course well after and then we, we got it like dude so we went so we went uh when i went to thailand i know we're we're, we're going deep into this <laughs> but whatever um so when i was in thailand okay we, i was out at um we were out at, at a club and i think i might have told you guys this story yeah before. you did you but, did but but anyway this will be our last story by the way because we got close so we went um so uh the guys that weren't getting any started getting some in thailand right because mm. because you know american american people are fucking you know are the bees knees over there um so the guy um so so we were we we went to this club that was in bangkok there was mm-hmm. a there was a um we were in the vip area we we were looking overlooking the dance floor right and there was this dude that was completely all over this chick um and i mean he was he was kissing her hard i mean tongue down the throat and everything it was it was Tonsil Hockey Battle 2000. Um, <laughs> and we were like, and we didn't think anything of we this guy. Because we didn't, we never saw him with any chicks. So we were like, and back when we were at our base. So he's like, we were cheering like, yeah, let's buy him shots. Yeah, whatever. Let's get him good and fucked up. And maybe we'll get him laid or whatever. So, so once he was, he took a breath, he stood, he took a breath. Cause sometimes when you like kiss somebody for a long period of time, sometimes you got to like catch yourself. So like, so, uh, this chick turned her face around and you could see her Adam's apple, right? <laughs> you can see the Adam's apple. And we were all like, ah! <laughs> Oh, and this was a, and, and of course he was a he was a dick so we left we we let him leave with with it right we let him leave with it like fuck him right so but uh but no he was a virgin right he was a virgin so if if there there's no genuine confirmation that anything happened but if anything happened Technically, his first time was with a. Uh, oh. Do you chip. know what he did with it? He wouldn't tell. Do you think that guy's? He, 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 you like, sometimes oh, you can get signs. You can get hard. signs. He was kissing her hard and getting very handsy. 
Oh, very, very <laughs> handsy. I'm not sure. Like, I'm not sure if he knew because he was like, or did he? Because eventually, because eventually, if you get handsy enough, eventually, I'm assuming you'd feel some balls or something. Like, I'm I'm assuming that at at some point. But I mean, you know. Maybe he was okay with it. Maybe I don't know. But the whole thing was like it was. Ugh. But anyway, God, those are some of the funniest stories you've ever told us. Those are great. Make like a little separate segment. That's just great. Oh mm-hmm. God, it deserves its own. It deserves to be a masterpiece. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you like, for thanks, your service. Shakespeare ain't have shit on this. Thanks for your service. Yeah. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with more real news.